Yo, we are back with another Recess Podcast, and I am here today with... Hi, it's me, Tony, but also known as Mistress Mahogany. Mistress Mahogany. Nah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Nah, how did you get that name? Honestly, the way I came up with the Mistress Mahogany is really weird. <laughs> I'm a hungry fanatic, and things that just make sense to me make sense to my mind. I don't know, I'm a Gemini too, so I... Th- you get it. But um, Effie Trinket specifically says this line, when Haymitch stabs this table, she says, that's mahogany. And I don't know, mistress, it just makes sense. Mistress mahogany, that's mahogany. I don't know. So you're a big <laughs> Hunger Games fan. Of course. Okay, okay. Interesting. And have you ever seen um, her, her podcast with... Uh, Ga- uh, what is this? Jack Galifianakis? Or I have not. Is that Galifianakis? I'm sorry. No? In between two ferns, where he just gets like all the celebrities to come through and he's like asking them these like ridiculous ass questions and shit. And I mean, they're all in on it, obviously. And then like it started off as like a, a YouTube clip thing and then he got his own movie out of it. It's really funny. He even got the, um, I think, President Obama to do one of the episodes too. It was really good. Wild. I'm getting the Obamas on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Tony, or mis- Mistress. Call me Mistress. Mistress. <laughs> where are you from? I am originally from this small little farm town called Trinidad, Texas, with a population of 800 people. Not a farm town. No, literally. I graduated. My graduating class number was 16 people. 16 I'm one people. of the 16. No, 16. literally. One of 16. One of 16. Shit, if you get left back, then there's not going to be nobody left. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> okay. So, like, I do come from, like, small towns, and I feel like it's real. Like, you learn a lot. You get really interconnected with the people. It's very community-based. Like, small towns are very community-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody knows each other. You know, it's almost no, like... Very, everybody knows each other. Everybody's in everybody's business. Yeah. That part. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can't fuck up, or you're just going to be the talk of the town. Oh. Okay. So, you are from a small town of 800 people in Texas. What did you do as, all right, so as, as somebody who is, you know, queer, somebody who's very into, you know, cross-dressing and, you know, being a, a drag artist? Drag. Drag, drag. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm not too familiar with, like, what terms are, like, acceptable. Well, you've got to learn today, okay? Okay, okay, please teach me, <laughs> teach me. So, drag, how, or, like, did you do drag out in Texas? Yes, um, I actually did drag in the house, <laughs> and I did a couple of newcomer pageants. But like, I always felt NYC calling to me. I was supposed to originally move here to attend a conservatory in Manhattan. Mm. Like, I'm a theater kid, hands down boots. Mm-hmm. Before I was a drag queen, but you know, COVID really was like, mm, mm-hmm. forget your dreams, right? Put a stone in that. But I still managed to find a way to get here and still be performing somehow. So I mean. If it's for you, it's for you. It Regardless is. if it you're gonna make it happen. Manifest into yeah. a different way. Exactly. You know? So how long have you been in NYC? A year actually on July fifth. So you had some change. A year some change. A year and some change. change. Okay. Still a very much baby New Yorker, but hey, I'm making my way through. Yeah, I, I see you're having very fun, you know. You're you're at a freaking drag show like almost every night. I went to one of your shows. That was really incredible. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. You- and I 
yeah, really thank you so much for coming and supporting me but um Hell yeah of course you know it was it was funny like when i went over there there was like this drunk chick who was like sitting in front of me and like we were in the front i was with my girl and she started dance like twerking like in front of me like on some like some really like personal invasion shit and i'm like what, what what's going on here and shit and then my girl's looking at me and i'm just like yeah i just sat right next to her and then she just threw shade the whole night yeah no that's yeah. very unbrand for them yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, unbra- very unbrand for susan or becky or whatever yeah. the white girl's name from bushwick's is <laughs> shit. so how long have you been in the drag scene out here I would say nine months now. Nine months. Ten months? No. Mm. No, actually six. Because it's months. been since like October. Mm. Six to nine months. I'm going to say six to nine months. I never said I was literate. <laughs> never six. claimed that I was good at math. But, six um, to nine months. Since okay. October. Yeah. Since but. October. So what have you. Is, is it like the first time that you've done a show? Since you've been or, or, or a drag artist, or were you doing shows out in Texas as well? Um, I was doing pageants, which are kind of you could still call them shows because it's a whole yeah, production. Those, those but are like, shows. Yeah. Yes, I would consider like yeah, I did shows, but not the same style of shows that I'm doing now in New York. If that makes any sense, because New York is very much you're performing at either three dollar bill or a dive bar or something like like in that sense, you know. Okay. Okay. So have yet to do those yet. Keyword. Yeah. I mean, you just keep doing it. You know. Well, yeah, it's gonna. It's you're gonna, gonna find your way into it. It's, it's gonna happen. We're manifesting. So we are here at recess. This art yes, space. Yes, This very creative and accepting free space where we have a whole bunch of talented creatives in one area just interacting with each other. How did you find your way here? I actually got referred here from someone who is currently in the program and i mean it's been pretty chill ever since i've came in here i made new friends talked to new people collaborated with different queer poc artists from all different types of backgrounds not even the same as mine so i don't know i've been very fortunate to have that exposure and to have that almost enlightenment in many ways and and what ways do you feel that you've grown in recess I would say that recess has really gate gatewayed me into performing here in New York and to understanding the specific types of different art styles and the many different types of art styles because even like in recess the amount of different artists that come through here like it's like wow okay but even with drag it's like a surplus like you can really be whatever you want to be however you want to be and when you want to be it yes. you know yes Yes, that's the best part about recess, you know, people from all different walks of life just coming together and just everybody accepting each other, you know? Exactly. Do you plan on doing any shows here at recess? I have done shows here at recess, and I believe we have one coming up soon. No dates on that yet, but we will keep you posted if you follow me at Mistress Mahogany. Mistress underscore mahogany on Mistress Instagram. Gonna go ahead and plug that in there. Okay. So are we talking about like a full on drag show? Mm-hmm. Full on drag shows. Okay. Shows, 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 shows on shows. When can we expect the next show? I would say I don't like to spoil a surprise. You folks have to follow me and keep up. Keep up. Hey. Tag along, y'all. Keep up. Okay. So 
what is your wants right now? What do you want to see for yourself right now? I want to see myself become more conceptual with my art. Mm. I want to really, instead of, because I've dipped my toes in, I've dipped like the foot in the pond, but now I'm ready to like swim. Mm. Okay. And I, someone told me this and I can't even remember their name. We had that one bar conversation and you never see them again, but they told me right now you're learning how to survive, but when it's ready, you're going to learn how to thrive. I think I'm right. in my thriving era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For like, what, six months, I, I see you. You're, you're like full on, like very, I, I, I feel you're becoming more yourself in, exactly. in, in that regards. Yeah, for sure. Every day. Every day. Every day. And like, all right. What is like a regular day for you, like waking up? Like, do you just like, all right, I'm up. What's the next move? What am I going to do? How am I going to achieve my goals today? How do Honestly, you do? I just take an Advil, go to sleep on the jet, wake up DJ. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, I would say it really just depends on the day of the week. Mm. But more than likely getting in a drag. Getting in a drag. <laughs> getting in a drag and going to either Williamsburg or somewhere in Hell's Kitchen. So let me ask. So as somebody who isn't in drag, how would one get into drag? Well, first, you would go out and support your local queens, mm-hmm. which okay. everyone should be doing. Mm-hmm. We should all be going out and support our local queens, especially due to this legislation that's being passed federally and on state levels. So I would say that's one way your to be queens. Pro- support your queens. Support your queens, yeah. And I would say that's really the first step into the gateway of really supporting drag and queer artists is honestly just showing up in the space, having good energy, respecting the queens, con- understanding what consent means in a gay space because consent is everything, okay? And respect people's spaces. Truly, um, just be someone it. who's wanting to be observant of art, mm. and I feel like drag is no different than any other medium in which a viewer is having to observe the artist, whether it's digital, performance, media such as photography. It's all meant to just be witnessed and mm. observed. Very okay. Okay, that that's beautiful, actually. Yeah. Um, so, what what would you say to somebody who's scared to sort of tap into that side of themselves? They they're introverted. They do it at their house, and they're scared what other people might think, or they've they're scared to come out their shell. Maybe he's my French. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to curse? We are here. Um, fuck what these motherfuckers gotta think or gotta say. And understand that you're valid in all forms and all facets. Mm-hmm. Regardless if you're perfect or busted, what you're doing is still valid. And mm-hmm. that was something that even I was struggling with when I first started doing drag here in the city because I was always wanting to present myself as perfect. And someone who just is that, but that's just not it all the time. Sometimes you are going to make mistakes. Sometimes you are going to royally fuck it up. But it's not about how you fall, but it's how you get back up with grace that can completely change everyone's perspective on you as a person and as an entertainer and as an artist. So I would say that's like 100%. my biggest advice 
don't be scared and remember that being uncomfortable means you're successful because it is not comfortable to be successful it is not actually and that's how you know you're kind of making a, a bigger impact when you are uncomfortable and when you're stepping out of your your safety zone doing something that you normally wouldn't do that's how you find your true passion and know what works for you and you know what you were you know shying away from you know might actually be the thing that makes you come into yourself and no absolutely yeah. and Never be afraid to just put yourself out there by any means, because you never know who's watching, who could put yeah, you on, facts, or who could teach you to be how you want to be. Because mm-hmm. it also does take a community of people to grow a single artist, I would say. The amount of things that I've learned, I've incorporated, and even live by today that I've just met from people that I've done at gigs and just kept going out and kept going out. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be the drag artist today if it weren't for those people that I had those conversations with backstage or before the performance. Mm. Like, that, those to me, like, that's, like, the little moments that mean everything to me, you know? That will stick with me for, like, ever in my career. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, what, or who, I should say, who's one of the most influential drag artists you've met so far? Ooh! I would say one of the in, most influential drag artists that I've met so far. Honestly, I would have to say one of the most influential girls like out here who's I'm convinced is like a Power Ranger <laughs> part time in the day. Like <laughs> this bitch can twirl, flip, do ducks, everything is booked everywhere. Mm. And like, I'm just obsessed with them and I I don't know if they know I'm pretty sure they do know that but I'm like literally I have like a low-key obsession with them because they're just black excellence at its finest Mm. and I've been a fan from like the moment I've seen them since I've gotten here and I feel like that artist is Devdo like she's an incredible drag artist she is so real she's super chill like Mm. talented boots like I cannot even it's real I can't even really explain in words how like raw this bitch's mm. talent is like she can i don't know was she amongst one of the artists uh at the show i was at the one with the alex the man and oh no 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 uh, that was just a friend show that was little kiki at the witching hour okay okay happy dev doe so are, are they're like on a different scale of drag like they like who, who like make, make me understand because I, I i don't know who they are so like make me understand like the actual level they're on like so, in terms of being a drag artist i would say you have the girls who and i mean there's really no levels to it mm-hmm. i couldn't even really say that there's levels to it because no matter where anybody's at in their drag career it's valid so let's like right. let's pin that but 100%. i would say like as far as people who are like performing and I mean like performing mm. down like they could do one performance a month and I would but like where are you at but um I would say like she's up there like she's to me she's one of the top girlies in NYC mm. but I mean artist objective like 
just because she's my favorite doesn't mean she could be the next girl's favorite but then again to me that next girl don't got no fucking taste so let's talk about <laughs> it i mean hey this is they don't know good, what good drag is okay <laughs> y'all y'all heard it from y'all heard it from him you heard it from mistress you yourself heard it from mistress mistress has spoken i mean mistress hey, has fucking spoken this this is your podcast interview so we are we are concerned with your opinion so we value your opinion my opinion is the only one that matters go right check now. out dev doe you know period go talented check out dev doe talented ass drag artist you know so when is your next show mm. My next shows, I actually have a couple coming up and a couple surprise shows. Uh-oh. Because I'm actually touring out the state. Uh-oh. Yeah, catch me in New Jersey. Yeah. This going on Philly, tour. and Atlanta. Damn, Atlanta. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm east traveling. Coast to, to fucking down south. Yeah, I'm doing an East Coast motherfucking tour, bitch. Okay. Let's give it. But my next show, I have one Wednesday at Metropolitan. We love Metro. Shout out um, Metro. My next show is going to be... The other show after that is July 22nd at Star Bar, doing a show for a friend. The girls are going to be Gorlin. It's going to be Barbie themes. Okay. It's real Barbie tings. Barbie tings. Barbie tings. <laughs> okay. You going to watch that new Barbie movie coming out? Of course. Hell yeah. Shout out fucking Margot Robbie. We love her. We stand Margot. Shout out Margot. Shout out, um, what's his name? Fucking Ryan Gosling. Shout out Ryan. Shout out fucking Ryan. So, I got to ask. When when I think of drag artists, I think of themes and you know costumes. Sometimes you'll see sexy nurses, you'll see nuns, you'll you'll see fucking BDSM. What's your favorite type of theme and genre of drag? Just being that bitch. Just being that bitch. Just simply put, it. um, I would that say bitch. I base my drag aesthetic because everyone has their own drag aesthetic. Like anybody can incorporate a theme to their own drag aesthetic, but I would say my drag aesthetic uh, being like mistress, I would say I have a lot of different fashion expertise from like Dita Von Tees, like pinup, but also like high fetish wear mm. and like just Mugler boots down. Mm. I would say Mugler is probably like one of the biggest like fashion inspirations for me. Okay. Okay, very nice, very nice. Who, who's like, all right, who's a drag artist who you stand like a celebrity? Like a, a drag artist that's like on celebrity level? Mm -hmm. Oh. Can't be RuPaul. Can't be RuPaul. <laughs> um, RuPaul, if you're watching, I'm saying you are my number one, but my number two option is. <laughs> ooh. That's hard because I really love a lot of RuPaul's. I'm a, I love watching RuPaul's Drag Race. And I, I just um, it's like everybody knows RuPaul. I, I I know like you you have like a catalog of other people, so it's like right. Yeah, like it'd be on. like put us on. Oh, I would say some of my favorites right now. Hiding closet definitely. Hiding closet. Yeah, hiding closet. That's oh, or hiding. Heidi, oh, like Heidi, Heidi closet, that's like funny. Heidi in closet. That's funny. That's funny. Um, Jade Essence Hall, mm. Bianca Del Rio, Jinx Monsoon. Like, there's like it's really. I would say it's really hard for me to just pick one when drag as an entity can exist as everything. Mm -hmm. So you really like. 
it's hard for me to just pick one because I love so many girls for so many different things mm. because everyone's interpretation of drag is really subjective to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, a lot of people consider it to be like a, a form of letting your alter ego out. No, exactly. Truly. Oh, yeah, no, it, it is. And I mean... I consider it something kind of like to the same effect of kind of like a, like being at Comic-Con or whatever, just being able to express yourself with these outfits, these costumes, like, you know, th this, this specific character, it means something to you. Like, you know, maybe you felt that way when you were a child and then, you know, just it makes you feel more like yourself and everything, you know? Yeah, I will say drag is really about healing the inner child and healing that queer child that never truly got to like express themselves or that certain Halloween costume because it was mm -hmm. too girly mm -hmm. or not being able to dress up like Peter Pan because that's for boys. Like, you like for everything, I would say drag is very doing and reclaiming things that you never got to do before and really saying fuck you and fuck these societal gender norms that exist out here and it being shoved down everybody's throats. Mm -hmm. So what what is your main message to the world? When Be ready, bitch. I'm coming. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. She's coming. She's coming. She's fucking coming. Mistress. She's Mahogany. coming. You better lock your doors. In a world. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So. So, what is your plan when it comes to recess? Or what? What do you? What do you see next? Like, all right, we've talked about the drag shows. What do you see? Your, what, what do you see yourself doing and um and developing? I mean, I still complain you to continue with recess. I've been a big part of doing stuff in the print shop. I've been trying to incorporate Vogue classes here since I like Vogue and drag. That'd be awesome. I would, I would do that. Class. And incorporate just being black and queer in the space and incorporate more black and queer people mm -hmm. and making this more of a safe space for people just like me and really advocating for people just like me and creating community out of that as well. What's next overall? What's the next thing you plan to do? It could be here and drag and life in general. What's um, the next major thing you're going to do? Drag shows, money, and you might see me on Drag Race and <laughs> maybe in the next decade. Who knows? Uh, a lot has happened in only a year. I could not even tell you what could happen in like five. So, hey, oh yeah. truly be fucking prepared. Literally be ready, motherfucking world, because Mistress is coming. Be scared. Be very afraid. Because you know what? That's mahogany. That's mahogany. <laughs> the mahogany has spoken. The mahogany has spoken. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Of thank course. you so much, Clay, for working backstage. Shout out fucking Clay. And thank you so much for Recess for oh, yeah. having this space, opening up, yeah. and letting me really do whatever the fuck I want and having something about myself, my journey, and my experience, even since I've been here. You know, so mm -hmm. truly, thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, Recess, we thank you. You are appreciated. We love every single one of you. Y'all, this has been the Recess Podcast. Check us next time, y'all. Next fucking week. We out of here. Peace and love. Bye. Bye. Bye.